Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to America's favorite radio travel show. I am Rudy Maxa, your genial radio show host. And I'm here every weekend at this time on your station. I'm delighted you've decided to share part of your weekend or the last weekend of September with me. Here's what you can look forward to this hour. Is SARS back? A couple of recent deaths in the Middle East haven't exactly presented themselves as SARS did. So what's going on? And how do we protect ourselves when we're flying or traveling? Infectious disease expert Dr. Brad Spellberg is going to join me in a few minutes to talk about that very subject. Then the hottest segment of the travel industry right now is river cruising. We're going to meet Rudy Schreiner. He's the president and co-owner of one of the country's preeminent river cruise lines. It's called AMA River, excuse me, called AMA Waterways. And we're going to learn where you can find river cruises, what a river cruise entails, and why the popularity of river cruise has soared. And then what happens to all those items confiscated by TSA agents at airports? Well, many are sold via eBay or GovDeals.com or through government-run surplus stores around the country. But one artist in California has found another use for them as art. Steve Maloney's an artist. He's going to join me later this hour. I'm going to point you to a place where you can see what a creative guy can do with a bunch of discarded scissors, pocket knives, wrenches, and nail clippers. And why would anyone choose the hottest summer in the history of Death Valley to run around its circumference? We'll ask ultra-marathoner and author Marshall Ulrich, who did just that last July. As I promise, we cover travel from every angle. Plus, I'll have a few deals of the week at the end of the hour, but first a couple uh, items of news from the world of travel. A lot about airlines today. A Southwest passenger is suing the airline for $800,000 for serving her hot tea that severely burned her when she spilled some of the water in her lap. Southwest couldn't comment on the incident, but said it successfully serves more than 100 million drinks on board each year. The passenger, who hails from Tennessee, said she was seated in the aircraft's front row that did not have a tray table, and that helped contribute to the spill, and the airline served water that was just too darn hot. Without knowing much more about that incident, I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself on this one. Now, even as onboard Wi-Fi provider GoGo raises its price on some flights, JetBlue announced this week it's going to introduce Wi-Fi at no charge beginning the first quarter of the new year. Well, no charge at least until 30 of its jets have been equipped with Wi-Fi. Eventually, there will be a charge for streaming entertainment on your laptop, but JetBlue says its satellite-based technology is superior to existing service on rival carriers. The airline says its system, provided by a company called Viasat, loaded 10 web pages in one minute. Excuse me, one minute, 18 seconds. That compares to an unnamed rival that took eight minutes to perform the same chore. Delta, meanwhile, says it's going to begin offering streaming entertainment on 950 of its aircraft soon. Passengers will be able, to be able to stream TV and movies to their laptops and tablets in flight. 99 cents for a TV show, 3.99 for a full-length movie. And United Airlines became the first North American airline to take possession of a Boeing 787 Dreamliner. That's the plane with the oversized w windows that dim or brighten at the touch of a button. Uh, Promising more humidified air for comfort, fancy mood lighting, bigger overhead hidden racks for luggage, among other amenities. United's going to fly the first commercial flight from Houston to Chicago on November 4th, and then it's going to take possession of four more Dreamliners by year's end. I recently talked with infectious disease expert Dr. Brad Spellberg on the show about those deaths in the Grand Canyon that apparently grew out of visitors being exposed to mouse droppings in a popular complex of cabins in that national park. 
Then this week, the news of a new respiratory virus in the Middle East broke. It's been labeled a SARS-like virus. I thought we ought to ask Dr. Spellberg to join us for a few minutes again. Dr. Spellberg is, a, is an associate professor of medicine at the David Geffen School of Medicine at UCLA. He's also the author of the book called Rising Plague, about the rise in antibiotic-resistant diseases. A scary phrase, no matter how you put it. Uh, Dr. Spellberg, I think we only have two reported deaths in the Middle East from this new virus, but its similarity to SARS has, has created a firestorm of news stories around the world. What are we dealing with here? Or is this really being blown out of proportion? Well, part of the, the uh, situation is we're not exactly sure what we're dealing with. I mm. think it's always good to be for the World Health Organization and other public health entities to be cautious. But yes, as of now, I actually think there may be only one confirmed death and one patient who is in critical condition, uh, and no confirmed spread from those two patients. So why so much publicity? Uh, I, I mean, I let me prompt you a little bit. Um, one of the news stories I read that the, the, the amount of publicity may be because it's one of these so-called cor coronaviruses that has a similarity to SARS. Is that why it's gotten so much ink? I certainly think that's part of it. Um, it is a coronavirus. This is a family of viruses that are, are respiratorily transmitted. Um, and it, SARS, the SARS virus was also a coronavirus. And so people maybe initially thought, oh, my goodness, could it be as transmissible as SARS was? We need to keep in mind that these viruses are very diverse. Coronaviruses are one of the more common causes of the common cold. And so we don't certainly freak out about getting the cold. Sure. So, yeah, I think we just don't know a lot about this. And I think the combination of the fact that it is a coronavirus like SARS and we don't know a lot leaves some uncertainty. Are there people, even as we speak, who are working to know more about this? Oh, yeah, there's a massive international effort underway. And in fact, uh, it, just to give you a sense of the power of technology advancement, they've already uh, sequenced the entire genome of this new virus. They've already figured out every single DNA base pair in its genome and published it online. And this is so, like within a week, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Amazing. unbelievable. Amazing. And, and they've and also done extensive public investi health investigation to see the context of these cases. Did they develop any infection? And the answer is thus far no one has been identified. You know, SARS is a very scary thing to think about. It happened in 2003, and I was surprised when going back and reading some of the, the news stories in preparation for talking to you about this today, that, and I, the word only is inappropriate here, but a thousand, it killed almost 1,000 people in 2003. If you had put me on a quiz show and said how many people died from SARS in 2003 because of the uh, publicity about it, I probably would have guessed, oh, you know, 100,000 or so. Am I alone in that? Well, I, I, you make a very good point. We always need to just take a step back, take a deep breath, and understand the scope of things. And I think that's very important to do in this case as well. I think SARS was, you know, was terrifying because it spread very well. It was right. extremely transmissible. And the reason why it ended up being a limited scope of t you know, problem was there was a massive and very rapid international mobilization to prevent spread. And then I think probably my 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 exaggeration of it might come from having seen the movie Contagion, which made it look like just about every third person on the street was getting it. Well, maybe, although I vividly remember at the time, uh, as practitioners in the United States, we were extremely concerned that it was going to spread to the United States. Uh, and, 
you know, it was very transmissible. It was, it, it was killing young, healthy people, which most of these viruses typically kill older people or immunocompromised patients whose immune systems don't work right. So there were lots of reasons to be very afraid of SARS. And frankly, the fact that it petered out also helped, right? I mean, if it had sure. flared up year after year after year, we would still be talking about it. I know, because I'll spare you from having to say it, because I ask you this every time, and your answer is always the same. Wash your hands, cover your face when you cough, and get away from people who aren't, right? Yes, that's exactly right. You, you always need to go back to the basics. Wash your hands, cook your food. Yep. Dr. Spielberg, thank you so much for joining us. You bet. Check out Brad Spielberg's Brad Spielberg. Excuse me, I call him Spielberg. Brad Spielberg's book, Rising Plague. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Going on vacation? We like to think we'll never have an emergency away from home, but the truth is, accidents happen. Take Susan and her husband David. They were strolling in Munich when Susan stumbled on a cobblestone, fell, and broke her ankle. Susan needed surgery and wanted to be treated by her doctors at home. Luckily, Susan and David had a travel assistance membership from OnCall International, so they didn't need to worry. OnCall helped them with everything. Don't you want an emergency resource, too? Visit OnCallInternational.com today, or for more info, visit RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. Geico says, let's make life simpler. It's ironic. Sometimes technology makes life more complicated. Take your TV, for example. How many remote control devices does it take to change a channel? Geico, on the other hand, makes technology work for you. Your laptop, smartphone, tablet. No matter what device you have, no matter where you are, you're never more than a click or call away from Geico. It really is as simple as that. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Do you have dark circles or puffy eyes? If you have dark circles under your eyes, bags, or puffiness, we're looking for you. Because right now, we're sending free jars of a fast-acting eye cream to listeners of this station. You heard right. Every listener who calls now will learn how to get a free jar of Lumitone, the cream that fades dark circles from view in seconds. You only pay shipping and handling. We only have a limited supply of free jars, so don't wait. For details, just call 1-800-467-5270. Lumitone makes dark circles less visible in seconds. Watch your dark circles fade from view like magic. And Lumitone is great for puffiness, bags, and fine lines by the eyes. This free giveaway is for listeners of this station, but it won't last. Call us now for details on this Lumitone free offer. Just call 1-800-467-5270. 1-800-467-5270. Call 1-800-467-5270. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to the show. This segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by the good folks at On Call International. We all know that sometimes the unexpected happens while traveling, and if and when it does, you can protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership from On Call International. The company provides the best assistance you'll need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation such as social or political unrest in the place you're visiting. From unexpected illnesses to life-threatening accidents, delayed luggage or legal woes, On Call International gives you the help you'll need to return home 
or get back to enjoying your trip. More info at oncallinternational.com, or you can log on to the radio show site, rudymaxa.com. Scroll down on that homepage, and you'll see some of our sponsors. You can click on the On Call logo right there and get more information. Well, the hottest segment of the travel industry is river cruising. It's been going on for a couple years now. It keeps building. And uh, Rudy Schreiner is the president and co-owner of one of the country's preeminent river cruise lines called AMA Waterways. And I wanted him to come on the show and paint a picture for us of river cruising, uh, learn a little about what it might cost roughly, uh, where river cruising is popular. Rudy, first time on the show, and I'm delighted you're here. Nice to have two Rudys on the air at the same time. Great to be on this show. Great to be on Rudy and Max's world. It doesn't happen very well, often that two Rudys are on at the same time. So. <laughs> All right. A little bit about the history. Uh, exactly 20 years ago, in September 1992, uh, the Main Danube Canal was opened in Europe, and that connects the Rhine River with the Danube. And what it did, it suddenly opened up a 3,000-mile network of rivers, which connects 15 different European countries. That was That's also the start when I got, got involved in river cruising. And it has been now 20 years, and it has been a huge success. The ships have improved tremendously. Uh, what makes river cruising so fantastic is you can cruise or you can travel through Europe with one unpacking in luxury uh, with fantastic cuisine. It's an all-inclusive package. And it really has caught on, and year after year, there's more and more success out there. New ships are coming into the markets, and uh, it is really uh, a fantastic product, which also has expanded now from Europe to other parts. We are doing cruises on the Mekong River in Vietnam and Cambodia. We have Russia cruises. We also even started up last year a small little cruise on the Chobe River in Africa between Botswana and uh, Namibia safari cruises. So it has been a real delight. Uh, and also more and more themed cruises are being offered. We are doing wine cruises now in Europe. We started several years ago with one. Uh, now next year we have over 20 different uh, departures with wine hosts. Wow. I guess you know uh, Anthony Diaz Blue. He was one of our hosts. Uh, I know Anthony Diaz Blue very well. In fact, he does a show for uh, the same syndicate that syndicates SSI, that syndicates this very show. Let me ask oh, you, Rudy. Yeah. Let me ask you. I, I love the, the theme cruises, but what I like about river cruising, I, I, I've only river cruised for two days once. I was doing a television show, and I jumped on a, on a vessel. What I like is, first of all, you're, it's a leisurely pace along rivers, and you're stopping frequently at smaller towns, and you can get right off in the middle of town and walk around, perhaps grab a bike from the, the vessel and explore on your own, go find a chocolate croissant. I mean, that intimacy of being connected with what's right there on land is very different than, say, an ocean cruise. The destination on the river cruise is, is, is other countries, is Europe. It's not the ship like on an ocean cruise. The, uh, the ship is really just a luxurious means of transportation to bring you from town to town. If you take a typical cruise, let's say if on the Danube, a seven-night cruise from Budapest to Germany, you are in Budapest, you're docked in the center of the city, you go to bed late at night, you wake up in the morning in Bratislava, in the next capital of Europe. You are pretty much most of the time, most of the day in town, you are really always docked in the center because the cities in Europe are all built around the river. So you have the best location being on a ship. You walk on and off the ship like uh, from a hotel. So the majority of the time is really 
uh, in town, and only when we go through the scenic stretches of the river, like the Bajauvel in Austria, like the Rhine Gorges, that's when you cruise and enjoy the scenery. But otherwise, the main thing is that you, you, you are in the little towns, you are in the cities. You know, we have 30 bikes on all the ships. You can take a bike and you just can go on your own into town. Um, How many passengers nice. on the average ship, Rudy? The average ship is 150 passengers. Okay. The other ships are approximately uh, 440 feet long, the new ships. It's really, you have several dining facilities. It's an all-inclusive product. That means all your meals are there, uh, your, all your shore excursions are included. You have on the ship in every cabin uh, internet with your keyboard, mouse. That means you're always connected. You, are, you have throughout the ship Wi-Fi, and it's all part of free of charge. It's all included in the product. Let's talk about just an average price so we can give an audience an idea of how affordable this might be. Uh, we have cruises uh, seven nights, 14 nights. You can even do 21 nights, so it's usually seven-night increments. And you can figure approximately $400 per person per day. So a, a seven-day cruise is under 3000 about $2,800 for seven nights. And it also depends on the cabin category. So this is really all-inclusive, where you can cruise without spending any additional money. And I was surprised you said there were several dining options. I just presumed there was just one dining room, and that's it, on, on, a, on, a, on a river cruise vessel? We, uh, up until a few years ago, there really was one restaurant. We started now with several options. That means we have uh, our main restaurant. We have a second restaurant in the aft area with its own kitchen. We have dining on the top deck when weather allows it. We have dining in front of the main lounge outside. Uh, during lunch, you, have, you can have dining in the restaurant as well as in, in, past, in the front of the main lounge for a light snack and so on. So you have, you have, several, you have choices. And, and the key is in the future, it will develop more and more. You will have more and more choices. When you go on shore excursions, we have uh, walking tours for slow walkers, for medium walkers, fast walkers. We even have late riser to, uh, walkers. <laughs> I like People that. People want to sleep a little longer <laughs> and only do it in a, in a, in a quick, short time. So. I like that. We're, my guest is Rudy Schreiner. He's president and owner of AMA Waterways. You can find more information at amawaterways.com. I'd suggest you just go there and take a look at these vessels. They are beautiful. There's nothing slouchy in this. I notice on the website, Rudy, this is not just a fair weather proposition. You have 2012 Christmas time cruises as well. You know, um, I've been for seven years every every winter on on a Christmas, on one of our Christmas cruises, one of the year's cruises. It is fascinating because towards the end of November, about four weeks before Christmas, all the Christmas markets in Europe are opening up, and there are more and more of them. And it is wonderful to go by ship from the, from town to town. I remember two years ago. When we came, went through the canal, through the Mindanao Canal, there was a small, short layer of ice already on there. And then we had almost a foot of snow on the, on the ice. And then the ship cruises through the ice. So it really seems the ship is cruising through the snow. Beautiful. And the, the Christmas markets are fantastic. Every year they're getting better, yeah?
If you've never been to a Christmas market, by the way, these are uniquely European propositions. They're largely outdoor, sometimes a little bit indoor, but outdoor markets where individual vendors set up stands. They have hand carvings. They've got uh, mulled wine, decorations, all kinds of food. They are fabulous events, and some people go to Europe uh, late November or December simply, particularly in Switzerland and Germany, just to attend these uh, these uh, these events and uh, what a nice way to see it cruising through the snow on a river vessel. Uh, I'm right. This is really a growing industry, isn't it, Rudy? We only have about a minute left, but uh, this is really this is really burgeoning. It is growing, and it's not only going in Europe, but it's growing uh, worldwide. Yeah, I mean we have our two new ships here on the Mekong. That's doing fantastically well. Yeah, we are looking at different other destinations, but. Still in Europe, we are, every year we are building a few additional ships. How many vessels because do you have? We have uh, 17 vessels in the market in 2013-14. So uh, we have something under construction. So right now, I mean, next year we have uh, 15 vessels and two more already under construction. Terrific. Rudy Schreiner is the president and owner of AMA Waterways. I will give you a tip. If this sounds appealing to you, and uh, I think it ought to, uh, go to amawaterways.com, check it out. But also, book ahead, because these cruises get filled up, uh, these river cruises get filled up very quickly. Rudy, uh, nice to have you on the show for the first time. I hope you'll come back and chat with us from time to time. Rudy, thank you for having me on the show. Nice talking to you. You're in Rudy Max's world. When we come back, we're going to talk to an artist who's taken the stuff that's collected at TSA checkpoints and airports and made art of it. I'll tell you where you can see some of it. Don't go away. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. After a lifetime of waiting, Kenneth and Kim had their retirement trip to Italy at last. On their final day in Rome, their guide brought them to the Trevi Fountain and told them the legend, with your back to the fountain, toss coins in the pond. Toss one and you'll return to Rome. Toss two, you'll fall in love. Toss three, you'll fall in love with Rome. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Geico says, let's make life simpler. It's ironic. Sometimes technology makes life more complicated. Take your TV, for example. How many remote control devices does it take to change a channel? Geico, on the other hand, makes technology work for you. Your laptop, smartphone, tablet... No matter what device you have, no matter where you are, you're never more than a click or call away from GEICO. It really is as simple as that. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. And this segment of America's Most Popular Radio Travel Show is brought to you by our friends at TravelGuard. It's a chartist company and a worldwide leader in travel insurance. TravelGuard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe, helping leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. And right now, if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories... You can read the newest story in a series of true travel tales and maybe win a new Kindle. 
Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from its travelers about their experiences. And in the latest one, a couple celebrates their retirement with a trip to Italy. And upon learning the legend of the Trevi Fountain, their trip takes an unpredictable turn. You can find out the true ending of the story and earn a chance to win to Kindle by going to TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Well, you know all that stuff confiscated at TSA checkpoints and airports? A lot of it's auctioned off on eBay and all kinds of other websites, and the government gives it away and so on. But a California artist named Steve Maloney saw in all that stuff art. He's a contemporary artist. Where are you based, Steve, in California? Rudy, uh, hello. I'm based in Rancho Santa Fe, California. Rancho Santa Fe. And what? when did it occur to you that you could take that uh, stuff, that conf- those confiscated items, and turn it into something attractive, interesting? Well, it was right... It was right after uh, 9-11, and I uh, read about it, saw news articles, and uh, decided that uh, it'd be interesting to make art out of it. And, and, and I gather that it took a little work, but, but you secured a ton of contraband? That's a lot yes. of stuff. Yes, it is. It's uh, quite a bit of stuff. I started out with maybe 300 pounds and then thought, gee, I don't know if I'll have this chance again. I better uh, latch on to more of it. So I was able to confiscate. Uh, a ton, 2,000 pounds, and uh, make more art. And they charge you a dollar a pound? A dollar a pound. I I had a deal at a dollar a pound. They didn't have to auction it off or sort it out, so it seemed like uh, it fit both of us. So you've got nail clippers for life? (laughs) I do. I have plenty of nail clippers, uh, including deer antlers and fry pans and doctor's (laughs) reflex hammers, all kinds of interesting things. I never knew people would travel with that much stuff. Well, let me, uh, yeah, that's just the stuff they left behind, Steve. That's right. Let me, uh, before we go any further, let me just tell uh, listeners, if you happen to be traveling um, in in the near future through the Palm Springs Airpoint, (laughs) Airpoint, excuse me, airport, you can see some of what uh, uh, Steve's exhibit called Band Booty. Um, You will see it there, and it's uh, posted. It's going to be there for quite a while, isn't it, Steve? Yes, it is. It'd be right there at the airport at the Air Museum, uh, which is adjacent to one of the runways. And if you'd like to see what we're talking about right now and you're near a computer, go to Facebook and just type in in a search for Band Booty, and you will see some of the pieces of art uh, Steve has done. Now, how... uh, Unfortunately, this is radio. I mean, I love radio, but for purposes of displaying art, it's not really efficient. Um, how would you, if you met someone at a cocktail party, and they said, well, what do, you, what do you do with this this stuff? What kind of sculptures do you make? How do you articulate it, Steve? Well, what I did is I uh, sorted things into kind of subsets, imagining who would carry the items. As an example, what would, what would Grandma carry? So when I sorted through the booty, I thought Grandma always has her pill cutters, Maybe she has a cake knife, corn on the cob skewers, and that type of thing. And so I uh, composed a piece, uh, as an example, called Grandma's Booty. That is great. And what about business travelers? Uh, business travelers. A uh, lot of Swiss Army knives, for sure. And um, common tools, lots of tools, butane lighters, everything from uh, barbells and jump ropes. And you... And, and how did you, I mean, I've seen some of these sculptures rise high up and wind around in the air. How are all these items, this very, by the way, very colorful? I mean, they're really spectacular. Uh, you can also go to uh, Steve's site, which is stevemaloney.com, M-A-L-O-N-E-Y, stevemaloney.com, and you'll see at least one of those sculptures. How, does, how, how do you have all that stuff connected? How do you suspend it in the air so gracefully? 
I think what you're talking about, Rudy, is uh, one on the website at the homepage, and it's uh, of a uh, group of scissors that are welded together. They're uh-huh. multicolored scissors, and then they're suspended by aircraft ca- cable. So uh, that's uh, one of the latest pieces, in fact, that I've just completed in this past year. How high is that? How tall? Well, it uh, ranges. It's about uh, suspended from about at least 12 or 15 feet high, and then uh, suspended in the air. And uh, you can't really, I guess you could walk under it if you wanted to, but uh, I suggest you walk around it. (laughs) Yes, given that they're scissors. Um, How many pieces of sculpture have you created so far from this ton of, uh, as you call it, TSA booty? I would, there are probably about uh, 20 pieces in total that I've, that I've completed so far. And uh, with the 2,000 pounds, I still have plenty to go. Right, so you're going to continue this theme? Yes. And um, talking about scissors as an example, I'm working on a piece right now of uh, stainless steel scissors that will be suspended as, uh, just as the uh, multicolored ones were. And Beautiful. It's, uh, yeah, Beautiful. Very- my guest uh, is, is, Steve, is Steve Maloney. You can go to Facebook and type in Band Booty, B-O-O-T-Y, and you'll find some of his sculptures made from the uh, stuff collected by TSA agents at several California airports, and he's still doing it. And if you happen to be flying through the Palm Springs airport, check it out there. Uh, and you can check his website, Steve Mal- stevemaloney.com. Steve, I think it's fascinating. I'm delighted you joined us, and I'm delighted you turned art, you turned something that most people would consider waste into art. Thank you. Thank you, Rudy. We'll be right back in just a moment. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Ever wondered what you do if you were seriously sick or injured on a trip? You need On Call International, and joining me is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Now, Mike, why is this protection so critical? Medical evacuation in the U.S. or abroad can cost thirty, fifty, or even $100,000 and is rarely covered by major medical plans, including Medicare. On Call International membership protects your health and wallet with services, including evacuation to the hospital of your choice. Right now, you can save 30% off your membership with the code RUDY30 at OnCallInternational.com. I lost 12 pounds. I lost 7 pounds. I lost 9 pounds. I went from size 14 to size 8, and it was so easy. These are real experiences of women over 40 who finally lost weight with Amberin. Once you're over 40, hormones and other body changes make losing weight practically impossible, especially if you're entering menopause. If you want to finally lose weight, including that stubborn belly fat, without additional exercise or difficult diets, there's no alternative to Amberin. Because Amberin is the only clinically proven solution for sustained weight loss in women over 40. Amberin reprograms your body to stop storing fat. It balances your hormones and improves metabolism. It's healthy, natural, and it works without additional exercise or tough diet plans. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. 1-800-525-2563. Do you have dark circles or puffy eyes? If you have dark circles under your eyes, bags, or puffiness, we're looking for you. Because right now, we're sending free jars of a fast-acting eye cream to listeners of this station. You heard right. Every listener who calls now will learn how to get a free jar of Lumitone, the cream that fades dark circles from view in seconds. You only pay shipping and handling. 
We only have a limited supply of free jars, so don't wait. For details, just call 1-800-467-5270. Lumitone makes dark circles less visible in seconds. Watch your dark circles fade from view like magic. And Lumitone is great for puffiness, bags, and fine lines by the eyes. This free giveaway is for listeners of this station, but it won't last. Call us now for details on this Lumitone free offer. Just call 1-800-467-5270. 1-800-467-5270. Call 1-800-467-5270. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv, and check out the new Blu-rays as well. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. 43 minutes after the hour, you know, there are people who like to run for exercise, and then there are people who really like to run. And one of those is my next guest. His name is Marshall Ulrich. He's an ultramarathoner. What's an ultramarathoner? Well, let's put it this way. He's run more than 120 ultramarathons, averaging over 125 miles each. He's completed 12 expedition-length adventure races, climbed the highest peaks on each uh, continent. In short, Marshall gets out and about. And he got out and about this July and decided to circumnavigate Death Valley National Park in July. That's a toasty month there. He's also written a book called Running on Empty, by the way, that you ought to pick up if you are a runner or want to read about, um, uh, I guess I'd call it an extreme uh, runner. Marshall, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Well, it's nice to be here. Thank you, Rudy. And what possessed you to go in July into Death Valley, not just to drop in to check it out, but how many days were you there circumnavigating? Well, we were out in the field about 16 days, just over 16 days, and the temperature, it was the hottest July recorded in the history of the U.S., so we hit the right time of the year for sure. Now, when you say we, who's we? Uh, That was Dave Heckman and myself. Dave had conceived this idea of doing it about five years ago, and we planned it, uh, went through the planning stages for a good couple of years. Why? (laughs) Well, because it was so difficult. Because it was there. Yeah, because it was there. We had to bury 37 caches to sustain us. Um, so, you know, it took a lot of planning to figure out how much water and food that we'd need. What do you mean you had to bury? You mean you went around your route and buried caches of what, food and water? Yeah, we went out two months in advance, and we buried caches around the circumference of Death Valley National Park in BLM land. And those would be what would sustain us. So we buried about 350 gallons of water, and we actually used about 100 gallons each. And then, of course, every 25 miles or so, we'd do a cache of food. Wow. BLM, by the way, is the Bureau of Land Management, which manages uh, national parks. Um, Thank you. Yep. Marshall, uh, were you, now, were you running? Were you walking? We were pretty much walking because at times we would have to carry up to four and a half gallons of water to sustain ah. us. So if you figure that out, you know, that's about 40, 45 pounds of weight. And where did you sleep? How did you we sleep? We just slept right on the desert floor. We'd throw a, 
a little uh, tarp out, and then we'd have a sleeping bag, and sometimes we'd need it, and most of the time we didn't just because it was so darn hot. Now, I've never been to Death Valley. Was there civilization anywhere along the place, place you could stop and get you know, a soft serve ice cream cone or something? You know, there wasn't with the exception of when we went through Panamint Valley over on the western side of the valley, and uh, we went right by a little, well, it's called Panamint Springs, uh, and they have, you know, just anything that you'd want. They've got a bar and hamburgers and stuff like that, but we pretty well had to just turn the other cheek. So you didn't go in? No, we didn't even go in. That was kind of the rules that we set, that we couldn't, uh, we couldn't go inside air conditioning, we couldn't get in a car, we couldn't do any of that sort of thing, so we were exposed to the elements the whole time. Did we shower? Mm, well, the only shower that we do is with the water that we'd have left, so uh, we'd take maybe a half gallon of water and dump it over our heads and kind of cool off and, and scrub ourselves down, strip naked, and then clothes would dry within five minutes. Well, we that's even handy. Our clothes. Now, besides the heat, what are there other dangers facing you out there in the desert? Besides, besides possible lack of water and heat, what are there any other dangers? You know, I, I think the other dangers, believe it or not, are flash floods because we ran into uh, quite a violent thunderstorm and we camped on very high ground, but uh, there was some pretty severe flooding that took place in Panama Valley when we were down there. So you could go to sleep at night in the wrong place and suddenly wake up being swept down a, a rivulet of some sort. Absolutely, that's that's true. And then lightning strikes, of course. Uh, as far as the animals were concerned, none of them messed with us. Uh, it's so hot down in the valley floor that, uh, like, rattlesnakes don't even exist for the most part. <laughs> Too hot even for the rattlesnakes. Yeah. <laughs> how how old are you, Steve? I'm a Marshall. Excuse me, I'm sorry. My previous guest was Steve Marshall. I'm sorry. Ah, very good. Uh, 61 years old. Whoa. Whoa. Yes, so uh, when I ran across the U.S., yeah, the U.S., I was 57 years old. So, uh, you know, it's pushing the barriers, and not only that, but showing people that you can do it at any age. Well, that's the purpose of it, and it's a whole different kind of travel. And we cover travel in all respects on this show, but you are really out to the edge of the boundary on this one. Well, we try and do something that somebody else hasn't done quite frequently, once every year if we can. Uh, so we just look for interesting things to do. Check out the book. It's called Running on Empty, subtitled An Ultramarathoner's Story of Love, Loss, and a Record-Setting Run Across the United States. I'll let you read the book to find out about the love and the loss part. And you can also find more details at Marshall Ulrich, U-L-R-I-C-H, MarshallUlrich.com. Marshall, thank you for joining me on the show. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. We'll be right back with a couple of deals of the week here in Rudy Max's World. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back. The number of tourists traveling internationally is expected to hit 1 billion by the end of this year, says the Secretary General of the UN World Travel Organization. His name is Talib Rifai, I believe. Rifai, R-I-F-A-I. 
He told delegates attending at a tourism forum in Macau two weeks ago that international arrivals were up in all regions for their first half of this year, with Asia and the Pacific leading with an 8% increase, followed by, listen to this, Africa at 7%, the Americas by 5 and Europe by 4 Now, considering outbound markets, people leaving their countries, and expenditures, the countries with the highest gro- growth rate were China, up a sharp 30%. Woohoo! If the China, if that doesn't speak to China's boom, I don't know what was. Russia up 15%. They're getting out and traveling more. And the USA up 9%. And a 31-year-old Italian man created a false identity as a Lufthansa pilot and managed to fly in the cockpit as a third pilot on at least one flight from Munich to Turin in April. If you think that sounds like the movie Catch Me If You Can, well, you're right. Uh, in that movie, uh, that movie was, by the way, based on a true character uh, named Frank Abagnale, Ab- Abagnale. Sorry, Leonardo DiCaprio played that pilot without a portfolio in that movie. Frank, the real-life con man, uh, was said to have flown at least 250 flights as a fake Pan Am uh, pilot in the 60s. Uh, this fake pilot went by the name Andrea Cirlo, and he certainly didn't come up to Frank's standards at all. But he did have a Twitter account that he titled First Officer Lufthansa. <clears throat> Excuse me, and he uploaded pictures of himself in a homemade pilot's uniform. He made his own pilot's uniform. There's a handy guy with a with a needle. Uh, he he put that picture of himself with a pilot's uniform on Facebook and wrote about his fake flights with 400 quote friends unquote, including imaginary flight attendants. Good thing the third pilot on that flight wasn't called to. Uh, take over the controls. And just after our broadcast last week, the news broke that a South Carolina couple visiting San Martin in the Caribbean were found murdered, was found, the couple was found murdered at the Ocean Club. It's a timeshare resort there. Both were stabbed to death in their cottage. There was no immediate motive identified police. A Jamaican suspect was arrested uh, last Sunday morning, but so far I've got no news indicating he's been charged with any crime. He would remain silent on Wednesday when asked by a judge if he had anything to say about allegations that he might be involved in those killings. His uh, lawyer pleaded not guilty for him. Uh, He will remain in custody until October 3rd when a new decision on a pre-trial detention will be made by the court. Meanwhile, the FBI here in the United States has agreed to become involved in this case involving the South Carolina couple murdered in uh, San Martin in the Caribbean. And uh, the fuselage of an Alaska Airlines plane will soon be covered by artwork by Hawaiian school kids. Kids from kindergarten through 12th grade in Hawaii are invited to produce art related to Hawaiian culture, and the winner is going to receive a $5,000 scholarship and a trip for four on any Alaska Airlines route, and Alaska Airlines will cover the fuselage of one of its planes with that Hawaiian-themed art. Very, very nice. Kids, pick up your crayons. Let's get going. A couple more deals uh, from hotels I mentioned in the first hour. they got a lot of hotel deals. We've got three more for you, or at least two more here for you. There's the cash register signifying deal of the week. Now listen to this. Scottsdale, Arizona is getting more attractive by the day because the summer heat will start subsiding soon, maybe around January. No, just kidding, before that. Um, You can get a free night in Scottsdale at any of 11 signature hotels, including the W's Scottsdale, the Fairmont Scottsdale Princess, the Phoenician, the Hyatt Regency Scottsdale Resort and Spot, Ganey Ranch. Those are all all premier hotels. We're not talking mom and pop here. Um, If you visit between November 18th and January 12th, um, you will get a free night, a fourth free night at many properties, plus a $50 spa or $50 dining credit. Uh, that's in the case of the Monta Lucia, Monta Lucia Resort and Spa, Monta Lucia. I don't know that resort and spa. Um, but each hotel has a different offer. Each resort does. For example, the Phoenician gives you a $100 dining credit plus a fourth night free. Not bad. So if you want to get away and play a little golf uh, when it's too chilly where you live, come around uh, uh, November, December, even January, check out experiencescottsdale.com. Okay? This is good 
at 11 these deals are good at 11 hotels in the Scottsdale area between November 18th and January 12th. Uh, many of them offer a fourth night free. Uh, many of them offer spa or dining credits at the resorts. You can find details at experiencescottsdale.com. And down in Belize, there's a resort. It's a luxury eco-hotel. It's called the Ka'ana Belize. I'll spell that for you. It's K-A apostrophe A-N-A. Ka'ana, like the name Ana. Ka'ana Belize. It's a luxury eco-hotel. It's in the epicenter of Maya civilization. It's offering you $100 off your room night for the last 100 days of the Mayan calendar. Yeah. Well, if the world's going to end, who needs $100 off? Just put it on your credit card. You'll never have to pay it. That would be between now, really September 12th, so last week, uh, a couple weeks ago, through December 21st. So here's the deal. $100 off your room for the last 100 days of the Mayan calendar, which runs through December 21st. But you've got to book by November 31st. So if you've always wanted to go to Belize, check out Ka'ana Belize, K-A, apostrophe A-N-A, Belize. The website is, without the apostrophe, Ka'anabelize.com, K-A-A-N-A-B-E-L-I-Z-E.com, Ka'anabelize.com. Com. If you're driving a car and can't write this down, I will post this on the, my Facebook page, Rudy Maxa Dash TV Show. So just go to Facebook in the search box, type in Rudy Maxa TV Show, and that'll pop up. I also have a link if you're listening on Saturday to uh, that Smithsonian site that's telling you about free um, admission to about 1,400 museums all over the country. Don't have anything to do with the Smithsonian necessarily. Um, because Smithsonian is always free. So check that out as well. Coming to the end of the show, boy, these two hours went fast today. Let's do it again next weekend. If you'd like to talk travel, I'm your man. Check us out at rudymaxa.com. You'll find uh, transcripts of all my travel minutes that I do Monday through Friday for many stations during drive time. Check out the transcripts. Might learn a few travel tips. Hope you do. Save a little bit of money. Thanks to Jeff Ryder, my engineer. My executive producer is Anna Schofield. I appreciate them. I appreciate you. I appreciate our stations and our advertisers. I'll see you next week. listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.